Good morning, guys. So we're back today, and today we're starting off a new episode. Today's episode is going to be a two-day part of the heart of a warrior. And what we're doing is, is I'm going to try to <clears throat> consolidate some of these days into pretty much one episode each time. So I may do like a nine-day devotional, but I may consolidate it into, you know, two days into one, you know, of, of that devotional. So you, you basically, you know, we'll, we'll break it down, but we're going to do a little bit longer videos on the YouTube channel. And the reason for that is, is just to kind of condense some filming and stuff like that. Um, and that's just for timing purposes and things like that. Sometimes I feel like we don't get enough information out there, but I also feel like we string along some of these devotionals and I really don't want to do that because it gets repetitive and it gets to a point where people aren't really interested in watching anymore because you're just kind of going on and on about the same stuff. So as we look into... Um, today's episode. Today's episode, again, is going to be two days into one episode. And what we're looking at is, is the heart of a warrior. And the first part of that, you know, what we're looking into is how you basically become a warrior and what it means to be a warrior for Christ. And we start in the scripture in Romans chapter 8. We're going to be in John 15 and we're going to be in Luke 6. And I'll break those down as we get to them. So when you become a Christian, you become so much more than just a believer. You become a warrior, a soldier for Christ. We're called to stand and be bold as believers. When we look at the life of a Christian, we see that there are hardships, and where we see that is in spiritual warfare. And as we look at spiritual warfare, I've done some stuff on that before, and I'll probably go back and do like some recaps and stuff like that. But I want people to really understand that spiritual warfare is a very serious thing, and it's something every Christian goes through. But that's part of being a warrior for Christ. That's part of developing as a Christian. We're called to be warriors for Christ and to stand against evil, to spread the love and gospel of Christ. We're also called to fight that evil and bring others to God, to not stand for the temptations and living of this world. We're not to be of this world as Christians, and that's one of the biggest things that we have to understand. And we have to remember that, you know, although there are a lot of awesome looking things and enjoyable things and things that we would like to partake in as Christians we need to be setting an example that's not to mean that you have to live a boring life and to do things that are not um, not fun but we have to remember what we partake in others understand and see how they perceive us through those different actions and you know if they can't see Christ in everything that we do then we're not portraying that 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 image that we need to be portraying um, and we all fall short of that quite a bit and as Christians, you'll learn and you'll grow and you'll begin to fall away from those old paths and things like that. Um, the devil's mission is to turn as many people to his side as he can, and that's his goal. He wants to bring people to his side. He wants to destroy everything about your walk with Christ. He wants to get in, he wants to tempt you, and he wants to pull you away. He wants you to not know who Christ really is. And by doing that, you're going to see people talk about God, but you're going to see them talk about God in a way that you're just completely kind of baffled about, especially if you're a true Christian, a true believer. You're going to see through all that. You're going to see where a lot of 
of the times, as you're listening to these people, you are going to know more than what they do or understand things in a way that they're not portraying them. And you're, you're, you're going to see through that. You're going to see through that false teaching. You're going to see through those things. And as a warrior for Christ, it's our job to stand up to those things. Now, how you stand up to those things and stuff, we'll get into later on down the road. But what we need to make sure that we're doing is that we're not allowing ourselves and we're not allowing others to be misguided in those directions because that's what being a warrior is all about. You're there to fight that evil, to the, the falsehoods, the, the things that are not of the Scripture, not of God. Um, so by doing that, he wants to destroy everything about your walk with Christ. And in doing this, we have to realize that we must have the full armor of God on. And I've talked about the full armor of God, too, um, in some other episodes. And we can go back to that again as well if you want to learn about it and understand more. But when you put on the full armor of God, it's got to be tight. It can't be. It cannot be penetrated. You have to make it an impenetrable armor. You have to hold that shield strong and you have to fight that evil. You have to stand and you have to know that when you're leaning on God, He will get you through what it is that you're going through. And we have to be prepared for that battle in the name of the Lord. Um, when we look back... Satan was able to tempt Eve and Adam in the garden. He tricked and lied to them. Sin entered into their lives, and they fell for the devil's trick. They lost their innocence, and when they lost their innocence, they lost that beautiful connection that they had with the Lord in the way that they had it. And you go into Genesis and you talk, you, you look at how they had a connection with God and how they were able to talk with God and the things that they were able to do. Now, does that mean that you can't come back from that? Absolutely not. That That's not what that means. But that's where sin entered the world. And that's how the devil got his grasp and his foothold. Um and in that process, we have to remember that we're being attacked the same way. We're trying to be, you know, tricked by the devil. We are also, you know, going to look at other people and we're going to see how some of our fellow believers that we thought may or may not have had a strong walk with the Lord may get pulled away. And as warriors, we're meant to stand up and we're meant to do battle with them to pull them back to the Lord and to, to remember that we have to hold strong, not only for ourselves, but, but for those who are around us, we're meant to do that. Um, so in Romans chapter 8, verses 3 and 4, I'm going to read really quick. And as I do that, if you want to follow along with your Bibles, I encourage you to. For God has done what the law weakened by flesh could not do by sending his own son in likeness in sinful flesh and for sin. He condemned sin in the flesh in order that the righteous requirement of the law might be fulfilled in us who walk not according to the flesh but according to the spirit. And then we look down into verse 29 and 30. For those whom for, for those whom he foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his son, in order that he might be the firstborn among many brothers. And those whom he predestined, he also called, and those whom he called he also justified, and those whom he justified, he also glorified. Okay, and then we're going to flip over to John chapter 15, verses 4 through 5. And it says... 
I am the vine, you are the branches. Whoever abides in me and I in him, he it is that bears much fruit. For apart from me, you can do nothing. Now when you look at that, you have to realize that God is with us no matter what. He is the vine. And without the vine, we can never bear fruit. We can't be apart from God and be fruitful because you don't have the main source. And that's what he is. He is that main source, that stronghold, that thing that keeps us there. And when you look at that message that that verse talks about, you have to understand that without God, we are nothing. And you look at the non-believers in the world and you begin to see that they're fruitfulness is no it's non-existent it's monetarily existent in their minds because their satisfaction is there because they think that they have something that they love and they 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 cherish but it's never fully enough and as as you've become a christian you look back at your non-christian life and you think to yourself i felt empty because i didn't have something and that something was god that was the vine and now as you've grown in your christian walk you've become fruitful you've become a warrior for christ because you are strong now and you are vibrant and you want to fight that evil because that's what the conviction is. That's what happens when you become a Christian. So we, an old Celtic proverb tells us, never give a sword to a man who can't dance. And I honestly, when I read that, I was just like, that is an amazing analogy. That is such a wonderful portrayal of life as a warrior for Christ. And you, you have to understand that as a soldier, as a warrior for Christ, if you can't live in the life and understand the joys and the beauty of life and, and to know how to dance in, in love with the Lord and worship, you're never going to understand how to do battle. Because without all of those things, you have nothing to fight for. You're not fighting for anything because you can't see the beauty in it. You can't understand that you have something there to fight for. So when you look at that message that that, that analogy was putting out, you realize, man, it really hits you kind of hard because if you're not enjoying life as a Christian, then you're not dancing. You're not having that, that fruitfulness. You're not having that wonderful engagement with the Lord. But then you ask yourself, well, how can you do battle with the Lord? Not with the Lord, but for the Lord. How can you do battle for the Lord? Well, you can't. Your battles are going to be fought, but they're not going to be successful because you're not understanding what it's all about back here. And you have to build yourself up as a warrior and be strong and know things. And as we get further down into this, you're going to really understand how that growth helps you. It means that a man must know how to celebrate life before he can be entrusted to protect it. Why would you ever put anyone who doesn't know what life means and what life's enjoyable about on the front line to do battle to protect everything that you love and care about? He has nothing to fight for. But if you give something to someone to fight for, they will fight till the end of their days. When we do not know how to cherish life and what it means to love one another, the way that Christ loves us, how can we ever hope to achieve and find the heart of a warrior? Being a warrior is much more than just fighting and defeating the enemy in battle. It's about knowing how to love, how to use your head, how to use your heart, and knowledge that we bring to others 
to overcome all the resolutions that life puts before us. It's being bold and knowing that God is in control of whatever you may face because you have completely trusted and know He will bring you through it by His will. This next message that I'm about to explain to me, it hits me hard because of all of the different things that I've gone through in life. I understand things so much more now. And as you hear this message, I want you to really take hold because it hits me hard in so many ways, not only as I was growing up as a child, but as I grew as a man, as I grew as a soldier in the U.S. Army, and as I grew as a soldier for Christ I understand so much more now because of this process that I'm about to explain. Yes, it's a Hollywood film. Yes, yes, it's a movie. But it's a message that's deep within our hearts that you have to grasp. And not only that, my Scottish ancestry, I look back at this and I think, man, these are the same things my ancestors went through. And it happened because of situations like this. Not all of these things portrayed are exactly historical or whatever, but I look back and I think that was a part of historical knowledge in a sense that we have to grow as warriors. And it doesn't so much relate to the actual specific history. It's about what those men went through during that time. It's about how they grew as warriors. And what that helps us to grasp is what Christ is trying to put in our hearts. As we grow each day, he is going to be this other person that's giving this message to this young boy. And remember that because my father gave me this same message. I know as a, as a child, I wanted to fight and I wanted to serve my country and do everything. But even though my dad taught me how to physically fight and protect myself, he would never allow me to sit there and not know what that meant to grasp everything else that it took to be a warrior. I always asked my dad, why are you always trying to push me this way? And he would always respond, you can never know how to fight if you don't know how to be a man. So remember that when I read this quote. This quote is from Braveheart. And this was actually in the devotional. So remember, this is a, a direct quote from the devotional. Remember William Wallace's uncle, Argyle. His uncle, Argyle. Now think about God talking to you in the same way, okay? Pointing to the Braveheart sword, young William is reaching out to touch. Argyle says, before you can use this, you have to learn how to use this. Pointing from the sword to his nephew's head, William's father told him, I know you can fight, but it's our wits that make us men. More battles are won in the strategy, planning, and preparation than on the field. There is an art to the practice of a warrior's life. Silence, solitude, patience, and an inner world of rhythm, beauty, and strength. We will have to fight, but that isn't what a warrior is, nor what he does. A warrior is a peacekeeper and one who loves well and is about freedom and life, providing it, protecting it, and promoting it ready to fight for it if needed. As Christians, what we have to understand is, is it's not always going to be a fight, but we have to be ready for that fight. 
But as we look at what it's about to be a warrior, it's about being knowledgeable about the Word. It's about being in the Word. It's about grasping what Christ is putting on your hearts and growing in that strength. Because if you're not ready for that, you're never going to be ready to fight. It took me a long time to realize what that meant to grasp that knowing when to back away when to stop, when to plan, when to move forward, how to strategize, how to understand what battles to choose, what battles not to choose, how to attack from a different angle. It was such an amazing and beautiful thing to go through. As hard as it was for me to grasp, it was that beauty and that resonance that came through that I had finally grasped what was being put before me. If we just become Christians and decide to run off into the battle ahead, but we have no relationship with God, knowledge, or understanding, how can we ever be effective in battle? We have to dive into the scripture, find the answers, understand our enemy, and what they hope to gain. Fighting is the is only half of that battle. If you want to fight, you have to understand that fighting is only half the battle. Satan and his demons know the Bible better than a lot of Christians do. I can tell you that right now. They know the Bible. They know exactly what God is, who he is, what he represents, and they know God's power. So remember, if your enemy knows more than you do, you're not going to win. You have to be strong. That doesn't mean that you can't fight during those times. It doesn't mean that you can't stand up and be a warrior during the times of your learning. But you have to remember that as you do that, you have to continue to strive for knowledge. You have to continue to find strength. You have to continue to lean on the Lord. We have to constantly stay in the Word. Remember that we must remain close to the Father and to lean on Him and not on our own understanding. That is the message for today. I hope that you guys got something really great out of this. It was a beautiful thing for me to be able to read and to understand. And I look forward to diving into the next opportunity that we can get to get through this devotional. I am so thankful and happy that we found it. And I, again, look forward to next time. You guys have a great day. And I hope everything goes great for you guys. God bless.